So he waits for Clarkie because he's uh, Clarkie's new friend. He, he's he's booking our first podcast interview. Yeah, well, we, well, no spoilers. Are we are we no, gonna uh, are we gonna loot it on our? No spoilers. No, 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 no spoilers. Next one's play or something. Yeah, like that. yeah. Let's Is not it, let's not give no. anything away. Just kiss goes tits up, man. Just keep it all in the yeah. That's stuff. that's my fear. No spoilers. No spoilers. Okay, we just say we might have one. Well, this is recording, so based on this conversation, <laughs> we're gonna. gonna <coughs> know. On today's episode, we'll discuss recent form, January transfer window, our upcoming fixture run through the rest of February and March, Selena and Woodman, um, some recent community engagement. And it would end with a, a little game. And we'll discuss Clarkie's new career as well. Yes. That's gone tits up No pun intended. Hi, I'm Leon Britton, and I'm listening to the Gate 2 podcast. We've been uh, <laughs> we've been um, live on Sky twice this week. Two very contrasting games. But Tuesday, Coopy hours horrendous weather-wise, football-wise. I, I I didn't want to go up into my seat at one point. I was having my pie and chips, and I was looking up the steps from the you know from the concourse, and all I could see was this black sky. It was swirling wind and rain and. The, TVs and the concourse were rattling about with the wind and stuff. Yeah. Absolute murder. And then I thought, no, you know, I've got to go up and watch it because it might yeah, be, Alex, might be a better than We might we might win, but um, <laughs> yeah, horrendous game. So there's nothing really you could say about the QPR game, really, is there? I think I, it could it, still uh, be played now and it'd still be nil nil. <laughs> yeah, and we'd still Pretty be cool. freezing. I, I've said, I think it's the worst I've seen us play at home well, since said, yeah. Rotherham in 2007 when I think Jack had got sacked either after the game or shortly after. And I think this was as bad. Yeah. At, at Derby before it, um, Derby was one of those games where... I think I think it's one of those games. It's divided so much opinion after it on Twitter. I thought, like you had some people saying, "Oh, it was terrible," you know, this, that, yeah. and the other. I know Freddie Woodman came in for a fair amount of stick, which we'll get on to later. Um, but I, I didn't think we did that bad against Derby. We no. shot ourselves in the shot. <laughs> we shot ourselves in the foot um, on several occasions against Derby. Yeah, which was as well. Derby could have been one of those games. Where they were the more composed team on the ball and looked like you know they were more experienced, which yeah. they are, and more in tune with each other. But if we'd cut out the mistakes, we could have still overcome that and got, and got perhaps a win we wouldn't have deserved. Yeah. If that makes sense, I don't know. I don't the, know what you think. That's my opinion on it. The frustrating it? thing with Derby is that we went behind softly, and then we worked so hard to get ourselves back in the game, and then to score and score quickly again to two up. And you're just thinking, do nothing stupid. And then what we do? Do we something can, stupid. Yeah, something <laughs> stupid. I think the second goal that Derby scored, the referee decision looks poor. The free kick he's given on Rooney looks really poor. But yeah. at the same point, I was screaming at the time, switch on. Yeah. They've played the ball. You know, Rooney's played a short pass and there's no one within 20 yards of their left back. Have you um, noticed every time we go to take free kicks, there's always a player, no matter yeah. what team it is, standing over it. Yeah. And I'm always shouting, just, just kick it at him. He's just, yellow. Just a bit naive and then, you know, you'd argue keeping could have been better. <laughs> yeah. But yeah. it was just frustrating. The Derby game is frustrating. I don't, I don't think we played that bad, but I think we were really naive defensively, which has been a bit unlike us. I think defensively, we haven't done too bad all season, but... We threw it away, and then QPR. I think the QPR game. Forget, you know, I forget that we didn't lose. I, I, I just, I just forget. The, I, I just forget lose. the game. I just, yeah. I just remember. I remember being cold. Being cold. I remember my pie being cold. I was a anticlimax, and that's it, really. We we went to. 
What's that golf play? Bunkers. We went to Bunkers before, eh? and we had a much better time in Bunkers than we yeah, did with football. Did. We did, yeah. Bunkers was quality. Honestly, I said to Alex, because you went missing, I fucking called <laughs> I did, that's right. I was, I was a bit jealous. Oh, no, and we had a game. Yeah. yeah no, I, I didn't want to come back up, but I was watching, I was watching the... Um, game on telly? No, it, it was you know, the half-time scores and stuff. I thought you were going to see the half-time highlights. Because <laughs> obviously, because our game was live... Yeah. They, they, had, they didn't have the club coverage on their TVs, they had the yeah. Sky Sports coverage. How many Snickers is you <laughs> so I was, I was catching up on that. No, no, it wasn't there. Uh, Get some nuts. I wasn't anywhere else, but no, I, I don't remember much about the no, game. But I said to Alex, if, if I had had my car, there was a possibility I was going to say I want to go. That's how bad it was. It was yeah, it was. Game yeah, it was. Only one game I ever remember leaving earlier, which was back of the vet, it must be eight or nine. And we played Plymouth, I think, in the old Division 2. Mm. And it was nil nil at half time, standing in the North Bank, and absolutely soaked. Yeah. And my dad, at half time, said, We're buggering off, we're going. It's the only game I've ever left. <laughs> no, Finished I, I nil nil. Like, <gasps> so he like made the right decision. Really, I, think, really, but... and I probably wouldn't have, mm. I'm just saying that's how I felt. Yeah. You know, I, I, it was a hard watch. I get accused sometimes of being maybe a happy clap, but I'm always being positive. Absolutely. I'm not one for leaving games early, but I took I took Kate and the kids to watch. Spain v Wales or Wales v Spain in the millennium last year or whatever it was and Ryland I don't know he's hyperactive anyway my boy but I, I don't know if he'd had too much sugar that day yeah. but he didn't keep still didn't shut up he was just being silly constantly we were 4-0 down and my head was going to go in public yeah. and I think Spain scored his fourth goal and uh, I, I just thought oh, come on we go in <laughs> and uh, we went and uh, got out, we were queuing up for the park and ride, and only just checking, only four on the scores from the night. And I seen 4 1. I thought, ah, oh, fucking hell, we scored a goal there. Like, and um, I showed Kate, and then I said, oh, sh-. I said, don't, don't show the kids now, because if you get there, because Meg was really enjoying it, and yeah. to be fair, my daughter was really enjoying the game, and she was taking it in, but um, Ryland was just being a bit of a bulb and ruining it for everyone. But he is a bulb, isn't he? <laughs> he is a bulb, and <laughs> I'm generally not a fan of leaving games early because. It's paid, you want to watch it and go in. It's, it, 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 it's that, isn't it? And, but it's also, you do want to try and show your appreciation for the players' efforts. They might not always get it bang on. They, their performances might not, not always be great, but, yeah. you know, it's that old adage, you know, players out there trying to play shit. Yeah. So, well, talking about leaving games early, one game you wouldn't have left early is the Hull game. No. There was a point on Friday where if I wasn't working... I was going to, because you could pay it in a day. Yeah. I did check, the journey time was almost five hours. Yeah, I thought, because oh, I was going to fire a text out, anyone fancy a last minute bolt up to Hull, but, God, it would have been worth it's it. Not it, last it, minute neutral. Travel, is it? No, it is, it's not, it's, it's yeah. exciting for the first hour, I guess, because yeah. they're going, oh, look at this, off the cuff, see, going um, to the game. But that guy on Twitter, I yes. think we follow him. Sean. Yeah, Sean, yeah. he put on, um, I can. I think this game's ever going to be a nil nil or a four four. Yeah, I seen that. Yeah, no, I seen that. Uh, yeah, yeah, I seen a few. Come up. A couple of people tweet this like, "Has got nil nil or four four written all over." Yeah. yeah. Did you see the guy who dislocated his shoulder celebrating Brewster's? What would I seen his that? tweet? Yeah. So um, oh. guy, that's the guy who's into Sean. He, he's celebrating. He's managed to dislocate his shoulder. God. She's obviously been seen by the paramedics, been taken out of the stadium, yeah. and thought the game was finished four three, yeah. and then been told by the nurse <laughs> they equalised in the ninety fifth uh, minute. Where you kick a man? Yeah, but, to the injury. yeah, but did you see? Did you see some of the responses? Someone responded, um, "Well, so you dislocated your shoulder in the eighty six minute, and you were being seen in A and E by a doctor." Before full time, I doubt it. You've done well, that. <laughs> yeah, you've done well. What hospital yeah. have you gone to over there? Like, but it is in England, though. They are better. So, uh, <laughs> well, Aaron was saying but, um, that um, he can literally go to the hospital and there's hardly any cues or surgeries and that. What's and your uh, really bad? What's your take? We're in on... danger of moving into political landscapes yeah. here. I mean, let's, <laughs> yeah. let's get back what, to football. What's your take on the, on the Hull game? I, it was a brilliant game to watch. It was a bit of a roller coaster ride. Um, I, to Poor teams defensively. Yeah. Poor some, in general. What summed it up for me was quite optimistic going into the game. We went one 0 down, and I thought we started playing. We didn't start very well, but we started playing. We went one 0 down, and I never at one point thought we weren't going to score, and we scored. Go back to one all. Went two one down, and again the way we played I was quite confident we'd mm-hmm. score. Same we went three. We went three two down. I was always confident, even to the point it got to three all. I just, I just felt it was a matter of time yeah. before we went four three up. 
But the worst part was, as soon as we went four three up, never any point. I think we were going to see it through. No. The way the games going, yeah. and it's just it's just one of those games. I always felt we were. So we played well. We looked Friday, Friday night yeah. game in a storm. No atmosphere in front of barely any supporters, which understandable. It's yeah. Valentine's night, isn't it? A lot mean? of people are not going to travel in storm either. You know, no, so exactly. And, and even from hell you know. to the stadium. Yeah, 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 yeah. Not just the way. Against a poor team. Like cr- like credit to the way to the Swans fans who went up for that yeah, Friday yeah, night. Of All single, definitely. Yeah. <laughs> you know what I mean? You're not doing that on Valentine's Day with the misses, yeah. yeah. But um but yeah, it was, it was just a weird game. I get did when he equalised. Get did, but I thought I was also glad that it wasn't a repeat of the QPR game because I did I did think if this is a repeat of Tuesday night, we'll never be live no, on Sky again. No, no, I am, um, which probably might not be a bad thing. I was watching my I was watching the game on my phone, so it's about a minute behind yeah. real time, and because I get notifications of the goals. Yeah, I was watching ninety se- I'm on the ninety second, ninety third minute, the and then. Notification to four all Tommy Eves and then and then I'm watching the goal go in and I'm still furious as the goal goes in I still can't believe it to the point I'm a bit trying to launch my phone off the sofa as I had enough of this box I got you know the legal ones yeah. Okay, January window, boys. Um, we've obviously unsigned anyone apart from loans. Um, how do you feel about it, really? Because let's be honest, two have been outstanding, I think, and one not so good in my eyes. I yeah, think the window is a good window. Nobody's gone that's playing regularly. There's some bigger earners that have gone. Um, I'm surprised to see Tom Carr be released. No one getting him. Um, the signs have all come in, a positive. So I, I'm quite happy with the window. My fear is more what will happen in the summer when these loans go back, including yeah. what we've got already, yeah. plus the players we've got under contract. Yeah. That's more of my fear. Right. I don't expect this really by people at the moment, but so I think the window is really positive in the here and now. I think it's a long term. But it's it's like we haven't got a choice but to to make yeah. short term signings. Um, it's a papering over cracks a little bit now. Loan signings are great, but I'm very conscious of the fact that we are developing players for other teams to to reap the benefit yeah. from. Yeah. Whether that be whether that be them going on loan to another team next year with a bit more experience behind them, or yeah. just you know making the first team at their parent clubs. Yeah. Unfortunately, that's what happens regularly, doesn't it? Yeah, my my biggest fear going into window is, which is ironic because he's 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 sort of blowing more cold than hot since. Um, was losing IU because yeah. in the build up to I don't know I, th- I think maybe the Cardiff game perhaps is where I first noticed a dip in his form and it kind of continued from there yeah. perhaps it was earlier maybe I don't know but uh, my, yeah my biggest fear was losing Andre IU because I thought he's carrying us um, of course yeah. if you'd have told me like he was let's be honest yeah he was wasn't he? and if you'd have told me at the start of the window that we'd managed to keep uh, Andre IU and get rid of Bojo Baston yeah. I would have thought no, it'll definitely be the other way around, surely. Yeah. So that was the result in itself. I know. Oh, the Baston dealer. He's done well. I need to get back in the Premiership. That's, that's brilliant. I can't I call him Baston anymore. That's brilliant. I call him Baton, no? <laughs> <laughs> More than that later. We'll get on to that later. But, um, but yeah, like, like I don't know if anyone watched um, the Sky Sports News coverage on, on Deadline Day. Villa, it seemed like Villa at the end were, were knocking doors, going door to door for a striker. Mm. And uh, in the end, they've just had to like they just basically paid the rest of the contract. They, they? They've knocked all the posh houses asking yeah. for a striker. Then they've knocked all the uh, the not so posh houses looking for a striker. And, and, end up in town and then they've gone into the council estate, <laughs> knocked Swansea yeah. and said, "Oh, we've got anyone." Didn't need to knock. And Swansea have gone. Say. Swansea have gone. Yeah, we got someone, and, and not only that, mate, you can fucking have him. And I'm fuck. I'll take it's, him. It's funny because I've probably spent the last six seven months thinking I can't wait till we. Get rid of finally get rid of Baston, get well, him off the wage bill. And then yeah, I met then obviously then I met him and started speaking to him. He's such a nice guy, the guy. Don't go on, I was just a centre yeah. and just he's a you know, decent fella. Yeah. yeah, well, you know, he's 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 bowling with some brummy kid now. Yeah. Completely uh you know, with no loyalty to you and your boy. So fuck him. Uh, you give me a cheeky retweet on you when I uh, when I tweet to him, so I'm happy with Easily pleased, love a retweet. That's all right then. Love a retweet. <laughs> we um Clarky touched on it. The boys who've come in, Brewster, 
Gallagher and Guehi. Brewster's been nothing really but positive so far. Yeah, yeah, um, Brewster's been good. Um, I think the three of them are positive. It's hard, it's hard yeah, to judge them, isn't it? Because, like, unfortunately for them, they've come in at a time where we are probably playing our worst football of the season. Mm. So that's difficult for them. Guehi's getting a lot of stick. Um, people can't understand why he's playing ahead of Cabango, but... As a, few, as a few people, or will not know so much, Cabango's our own. Yeah. We should be developing him ahead of other people's and players. That's what people are saying. He does at this point. We don't know if he's injured. We, we don't know. But at this, point, they does been, been, at this point, he doesn't look like he offers more than Cabango, which is difficult. It's, and a few people have touched on it on Twitter, and it, they are probably right. There's a lot of politics that go into any loan yeah. deal, any transfer deal. Those clubs would have said, right, you can have him. But so and so want them as well. Yeah. So as long as you can guarantee us that he's going to play X amount of games or yeah. X amount of minutes when fit, yeah, then he's yours. The difficulty is the club came out and they and they said there's no clause in his deal that says we're going to get fined for not playing him. There's no clause that says he has to play X amount of games. But where there's clauses or not, that still doesn't mean that you can't be alone and not exactly. I think the, the frustrating point with the guy he went for me is I got nothing against him, but. I don't think he's played that well, and he is a young lad. And yeah. but I just think that we had a, a decent. We've missed Van der Horn, we've missed Joe Rodan, but we've still had quite solid foundations. And it's like we've sort of ripped that up at the moment. What, what you and then we've said that yeah, we've we conceded nine goals Where in four he, games. He, he we're call him right. He's come to us. We've already got three centre halves. Yeah, Cabango, Roden, Van der Horn. Oh, and Wilmot. Sorry, right? Four. So he's come in. Bit difficult because all those are very good players, those four, and they haven't played too bad. Right? Okay, Van der Horn knows out of the equation for a little bit, he's injured. Roden's just come back, so that hasn't affected, that's affected Guihi maybe being chosen. Also, Wilmot has been affected by it, yeah, and Cabango. Now, with Brewster, he's a striker. We haven't really got options as a striker. No, he's going to play every game, isn't he? He's going to play, right? And also Gallagher in the middle. Okay, we've got our three centre uh, midfielders, Bayers, Fulton and Grimes. But Fulton has been kicked out for a little bit for Gallagher. He played yeah. well on against Hull as well. He exactly. back you know, so it's not they haven't got much uh, of a choice playing those two. I think um, that I think that's I think that's the difficult point. The difficult point is that we've suffered and conceded some sloppy goals which He's been involved in, yeah, um, and it's hard then to turn around and go and accept as a fan when you're already struggling under pressure. Yeah. When you see there potentially be a better option, who's your own option on the he's bench? He's probably but, thinking exactly the same. Go, he, yeah. you know. Let's be honest, he's a human being. He's obviously going to think, oh, "I haven't played well. Yeah. Why has he chose me again?" You know, he might be questioning himself, but he's still being picked. Yeah. And as his fans, he does look a bit like. Yeah. A, I don't yeah, he's, 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 it's, 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 it's not, not, not his, his fault in no, terms of no, like, he's been chucked in, 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 in and I've got, and I, I've got nothing against him because no, I, no, I, 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 I don't want to turn around and slags off a 19 year old because that's not the point I think the confusion is that he seemed to go into the squad at a strange time where defensively hasn't been a problem and you know, let's let's get on to Woodman, mm. even though we're going to chat about him, right? He hasn't played very well. Let's mm. be honest. His decision making's poor. His kicking's a bit poor. Great shot. Look shot. He looks shot of confidence. He does look shot of confidence. Yeah. You can tell he loves the club. Mm. We've seen that. He comes out. He rooted, rooted to his line. Yeah. Rooted to his goal rooted, line. Rooted. And and I've those goals are It's taken me longer yeah. to to notice the most yeah. because I, you know I've I've tried to be very supportive. You have, you have of him um, in past episodes but as well. I think it's got to that point. But he's can. he's playing that bad now. But I I'm really struggling to defend him. Yeah. Um, but it's not even just defending him. Sometimes it's doing him a bit of a favour. Take him out the firing Take line. Take him out and, the uh, firing line. You know we know about the clean sheets and everything, but that does mm. come from a good defence also, yeah. mine. We've had solid foundations. Well. Generally, we've protected them pretty well, and yeah. you know he, he he's had a very good first half of the season. But mm. the last 
month and a bit possibly yeah. he's struggled a bit and yeah. you know it happens he's a young lad and sometimes you play no sometimes you play yeah needs to change it sometimes you play yourself through a problem and sometimes you don't and it, the problem doesn't seem to be getting much better yeah. like I said you know not trying to again blame him in any way shape form but he looks like he shot the confidence I understand um, it's not broke yeah. don't fix it but it is broke at the moment he, for yeah, me he, he just doesn't he doesn't seem the same fix doesn't seem the same keeper he was four or five months ago no. at the moment but, uh, but uh, moving on to Gallagher that, that I I feel a bit for Gallagher because he's he's done okay. Yeah. I think I think most most would agree that he's done okay. Well, he's had, I think he's had good games and bad but games. But th- there was yeah there was so much hysteria around yeah. signing him because of the fact that Charlton were kicking off and they would get dead because we'd sort of stolen him from under their noses and yeah, unbelievable. And, and, you know <laughs> obviously that he was having a good season yeah. with Charlton. <clears throat> But fans never seem to take into account the fact that you're taking a young lad out of one team yeah. where he's had to learn their system and, and you know learn to play with his teammates. Well, he was happy. And just, yeah, and you're just That's dropping him, team. dropping him into another. Yeah. Uh, and expecting him to instantly replicate what he's done at his previous exactly. club. And not only replicate, it's also, yeah. also yeah, expecting him to fix our creative issues that we were facing. Yeah, exactly. So you've almost gone, you know, come in here. And I left out Dan Derrick yeah. as well, so I forgot about him, and I like him a lot. He's so played really well. Yeah. The, wor- the, the worst part for you, I, you know, we've joked about Dan Derrick saying every time he comes in, he plays well and don't yeah. see him for a month. The worst part is, is when he came in, came on against um, Derby. Derby, he played really well in the second half. Yeah. And you're thinking, right, gets to play against QPR on the Tuesday night and you just want him to back up his performance yeah. and he didn't um, which was frustrating again he, you know, he's a young lad not much game again, time but how can you back it up when yeah. the other well, 10 players I don't think it was anyone that came out of that, no. that game with much credit but yeah, um, it was just a bit credit, of a mixed bag coming up so Huddersfield at home next week which you'd expect us to win despite the home form well <laughs> I, I, yeah, I, I, I don't expect anything no, at the, uh, mm. anymore well, let's talk about the scum a second you know what I mean they bat them 3-0 away and let's be honest we don't break hard after we so yeah, but they, I, they still think but, Swans are playing. Do you say that? But they've they, lost they, twice in 17 yeah, years. They're so playing better than us. They're playing better. Well, much better. Yeah, but I still don't rate It's reflected yes, in the league. I think table, had, had this feeling. Um, just why have you, why you brought them into the equation now? We're doing all right. We're not mentioning it. It's hard enough. I've seen them above us, is it? It's just going to bring them up for no reason. Lower the vibe. Like, but I'm called for that. But had this feel home, for many a reason, you've got to be attacking three points of that. One, because a home game. Two, because a team well below us in the league. And well, we're playing catch-up, we're in, we're in, playing you know, catch in, terms, up. in terms of trying to reach playoffs. But I think more importantly is when you, you go from Huddersfield at home, a run of fixtures then goes Fulham away. And that's going to be really difficult. Blackburn away. They, they redo in Craven Cottage, didn't they? So it's going to be a yeah, bit of a building site. Yeah. They're rebuilding one of the main stands, the stands alongside the Thames. Have a Google of the uh, proposed the plan plans. Is, it looks nice. Do you know Jordan Morgan? Now he's planned now that we go to Fulham, watch a game, and then go and jump on the Eurostar and go to Amsterdam for a night. That's on then. That's you do. So I think that's what we're doing. Is it? Yeah. Oh, take take plenty of videos and, and photos oh, for, for the podcast, mate. <laughs> oh, you know, everyone's going to want to see what you get up to in Amsterdam, right? I won't be going to nothing again. I'm not that kind of person. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, we, uh, as we'll find out later on the show. Yeah. If it was we, Thailand, I'd have been there. Like, uh, I'd be doing some nice food, not minge. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, Fulham away, Blackburn away. Two really difficult Blackburn ones. Away? Uh, there's talks of it, but Is I it? don't think I will. Plenty of nice pie in Blackburn to get who chops into right? <laughs> no, Back home then, like it's only West Brom. West Brom, and then yeah. Borough yeah, away. Yeah, so you've got three tricky away fixtures, and West Brom Ooh, away. We and West Brom home. Well, I've done Borough because you've most people now have ousted me as a growing up a Borough Stroke Swansea fan. So I did Borough. <laughs> did did <laughs> a <laughs> spirit of sour. <laughs> Fuck up, Superman. Let's not talk about tattoos now. He's got some of the worst I've seen. Superman's not a football team. Um, anyway, yeah, Borough. That's a that's a, that's a lengthy trip. That is. When I used to drive up there, I used to like the first six hours. Used to fly by because I'd be excited, just you know, as a young lad yeah. getting away from home. And the last hour, I used to feel like ten, yeah. like my legs would start cramping up in the car and everything. And yeah, uh, I, uh, I refused to buy tickets to go Barrow away again after. A few well, we, yeah, we were went, we were meant to go and watch um, 
Borough and Swans. I think it was a year that Sousa was in charge of, of the Swans. I mean, Alex would do to go up. January was um, that obviously Alex. Yeah, I, I I wasn't. Uh, Alex loved up. Then. I wasn't overly keen. I don't think so. I wasn't overly <laughs> keen on watching it, to be honest, because like I said before, watching Borough play Swansea, it's, it's like watching your parents have fucking sex. Who the hell do you wrap your head on that? Like, sex with you bad for Swans in it, obviously. Yeah. Go on, ma'am. Oh, in Royal, the Royal, my uh, Oh, go on, ma'am. Yeah, t- <laughs> team ma'am all, all along, right? Team ma'am. Right, moving on because I've, I've got a vivid imagination. <laughs> um, yeah, but basically the game has snowed off, and uh, are we not just bought normal tickets to the game either? Well, we no, we, we, we've gone hospitality. We had, and um, so the woman said, "Oh, look, really sorry. The police have advised that the game is going to be cancelled. Uh, like it, it broke on Sky Sports and he was there about yeah, ten minutes yeah, later. They told us four. I mean, we get there because we booked work. You know, we we proper arranged it. We had hotel planned, and um, they said, "Look, we can either give you money back or we can just." Move the ticket now. The fixture, mm. sort of quick look now. Obviously, uh, looked Barrow were trying to get back into Premier League, they'd only just come down. So, we thought that Coventry home last home game of the season would be great. They might, you know, they might be going for promotion, but nothing to play for. We went at hospitality, so we've got a three course meal down now. The worst nil nil draw I've ever seen in my life. Probably worse than Swans Coupe. Yeah. I was just oh, no, 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 yeah. no, 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 and no, 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 now I won't be doing by her away. Yeah, it's on your boy's birthday as well, in fairness. I can't, is it? <laughs> yeah, it's yeah, well, right, well, I definitely won't be doing it then, but um, I can't handle it. Before I had kids, I could do no driving overnight. Yeah. I could do one, no problem. Do I can't stay awake past 10 I wouldn't even need it. I wouldn't even need it. I look as it. Now, I'm the same. Like, like, I can't even stay up for match a day anymore, so... Yeah. I, yeah, I certainly won't be doing that one, but oh, hats, o- hats off to anyone. Like, March 27th. Yeah, <laughs> back on it now. Yeah, Back on it, yeah. That's my birthday, by the way. Yes, yeah, that's right. <laughs> I know. I was gonna come, but um, yes, the P rents on soccer, yeah. Yeah, well, we used to it, don't we? Yeah, we we've been on. I, I think I've done it three times. What's this? By your fourth or fifth? Fourth. Get some t-shirts. Or... Promote the pod. Yeah, get some Ooh, Gate Two podcast. Just have a yellow t-shirt with Gate Two Big banner. printed on it. And wait till the end and get full lad to introduce the Gate Two podcast. Take the recorder. Yes. yes, perfect. Yes, you turn up with this thing. <laughs> yeah, take 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 the big uh, the big black little though. Yeah, and uh, say, oh Jimmy, can you uh, record an intro for Security us? Can you stop me taking that? In. I know you will. Uh, you it's know. a bit hard getting back to the point. Chamberlain, Chamberlain would have loved it. Since he's <laughs> oh, Chamberlain, yeah. But a bit difficult getting back to the point. But is it a fear? What was the point? The, I'll, I'll fix it. Is, it, is it a fear our season could fizzle out? Oh, massively, massively. I, I don't see any real started, um, yeah. shoots of recovery. Um, I, you've I, I got think to have a good, you've got to pick up some decent points these next five games. I've noticed Cooper has sort of um, at various points during games when he's made substitution altered this formation slightly. Where I've seen us do a four-one, the one being Grimes, yeah. four-one-one. Yeah. So, yeah, he's put an extra man in. Oh, they put an extra yeah. man in. We were still we still wouldn't have scored against QPR. But right, four, four one, one four one. one. Yeah, yeah. Sorry, four one four, four one. one. <laughs> <laughs> I keep proving that that I constantly. Um, yeah, 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 and it's not really, it's not really changed the game at any point. So I, I think yeah. the manager's aware of where we are and, and that we're seriously not playing well. Mm. But I, I just can't see where we can. Recover a bit of form. Garrick coming back into the side and making an impact. And he played really well against Hull. Yeah. Um, it'd be nice. And he's a winger. He's that, well. that was he's my a point. Winger. This is my point yeah, for the Hull game. I, I was going to say, I think IU played better against Hull. But I think we looked better going forward because, again, I go back to it, we had a bit of width. Routledge, then Garrick. Yeah. We had a bit more shape about us. Yeah, yeah we did. And Bidwell played well going forward, certainly. Yeah, but um, yeah, to answer your question, still put, shit. put it simply, <laughs> I yeah, I do think our our season is in danger of fizzling out. Pretty soon.
don't hear that song much at the moment. No, because he's too busy crying. To, to be fair, no one's really playing well, are they? But, um, I like Selena, but when he gets dropped, brought off, why is he like a grumpy... Right, someone, someone catch me up, Ben, because I went on Twitter yesterday and I seen a lot of our supporters talking about him. Um, I'll... What's he done? What's happened? Fill me in there. So, the crux of it is he's gone on uh, his Instagram and he's deleted any reference to him being a Swansea player and he's right. deleted any photos of him in a Swansea shirt. So, his Instagram now has got no reference in being played for Swans. Everything to do with us has been deleted. What I don't deleted. understand is by him doing that, what does it achieve? It hasn't achieved because nothing. It's, create, it's created another problem for the club. Yeah. Because it's going to have to be something they, they speak about. Oh, you know, we'll never hear what yeah, they said, yeah, but, yeah. but the club will be aware. Um, it's spoken about enough. But now it, it's got all fans, the fans get talking, frustrated. Childish, isn't it? Let's it be is. Honest. It is childish. It's childish. Grow up. Um, yeah. Th- there's rumours as to why he's done it, which don't sit well for Swansea fans in terms of it doesn't make Swansea fans look very good, um, which we'll come to in a second. But ultimately, when you do that, you know it's going to cause a reaction. You know it's going to cause a problem. You know it's going to cause an issue. It just seems like a bit of a daft yeah. move. Like I, um, like we talk about players, you know, when they're playing good, when they're playing bad. Other supporters then, I call them supporters for now, might argue that. You say loosely, yeah. You know, they slag him off then and, you know, proper dig into it. This is the point. So, apparently, he's he's coming for quite a bit of stick online, um, especially this season in general, but especially over the last few weeks. um, Apparently, the crux of it was that some people had sort of wished him dead, effectively, so-called supporters had... Wished him dead because of his performances. We, we we get caught up in the emotion of the game, and there's absolutely no excuse for anyone abusing them. But then there's a level of abuse which is already too far. And if people yeah. are wishing him dead and wishing, you know, that, <coughs> that 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 is too far. But again, you know, not to say that you have to react a particular to, way. To, to, to be this honest, right? Like like we all love football because we can all we can all be present at a, at a particular match, and we can all come away with very different opinions on that game. Yeah. You can, we can all, like, you know, we can debate about it and be like, fucking hell, are you watching the same game? Well, and that's the beauty of it because yeah. it's open to interpretation, yeah, you sure. know. All and it's all based around opinions. And you, you go on Twitter because, you know, primarily you're looking for, yeah. you know, I'm looking for people that share my opinions. Yes. Mm. You know, you guys are looking for people to share your opinions. And then we're trading off and debating, you know, and then you come in like, oh, yeah, you might be right, but there same you are right. Different angles. But who in their right mind is going on Twitter... Searching for our players and go around with a fucking inbox him now. Yeah. And, and that's dead. the problem. It's, it's yeah. not just it's, it's it's people inboxing and, and it's and it's not. I know it's not just that. Like I have an opinion on his game, but if I was a football player and someone's inboxing me, like to be like a lot of them handle it really well. Yeah. Right. Um. A lot of them get it privately. They probably think fucking hell, you know, shut your knob. Yeah. But if I was a football player and I had someone. Who's, pro- who's never played the game professionally in their lives, you know, sliding into my inbox, critiquing my performance, at, you know, which is my job, you know, at my my work, I wouldn't take too kindly to it, whether they've been abusive or not. Yeah. You know, you, you've got Twitter, have your opinion. Like, I, I never understood when people are being critical of players, yeah. why they act the player in the tweet. To yeah. make sure where they've seen it, yeah, have an opinion on that player. You don't have to. You don't have to hit them in the and face. That, with that's it. my point. Is that that goes back to that my player point. might have played a rot there, mm. has gone home to his family, feeling really down about his own performance. Yeah, that's enough. You don't. You don't need to be punished further and, and subjected to any by someone, sort of by abuse. someone who can't kick a ten and doesn't really know enough about it. You know what I mean? It's but I, I, I say it, have your opinion, but don't direct that opinion directly at him because it's just that's just you don't need to do kick, kicking a man when he's down. Yeah, yeah it's vile, you know, when they say about death threats and that. I get that, but for him now reacting the way deleting all Swansea stuff. He's we not let himself. He's a player, yeah, he's not let you know? himself. We all know that. So by deleting that, it's not going to change anything. What he needs to do is just. Delete everything. Delete yeah. the whole. The best. Media. Yeah, exactly. Not saying exactly. that it, that is the answer either, because he should be entitled. Because to what he does then, yeah. he, he runs a risk of, of losing the support yeah. of the fan base that have remained supportive of him. Mm. So he's got this small minority now that obviously you know that are sending him disgusting inbox messages, and then you've got the majority of Swans fans that you know right, just they might not be happy. Well yeah, and... just want to see him do well. You know. Um, yeah. By deleting all reference to our club on his social media, he runs the risk then of alienating himself yeah. from those supporters as well. And that goes back to my point of is there's 
better ways of I, I, I never Much ever better. defend anyone who's directly criticising somebody yeah. but then there's some points where you think right you know this is going to cause more problems yeah and do you, I, don't know if any, I don't know if any of you have seen Trundle's tweet on the situation so if this, yeah, hap- yeah, th- yeah. this happened with Serena the same night as the Caroline Flack news came in so Trundle put up when you say they're in the public eye they should be able to take criticism or they should just be used to it just realise that they're going through some of the same struggles as you are um, and a few people then said look you know, this is probably more about Flack than is Selena. And then trying to come back, it's touching on a few things I've seen in you tonight, which kind of alludes to the fact it's probably something to do with the situation. But it goes back to the point of people directly mastering him. You don't know what he's going through. Mm. You don't know what's going on. Because that's all we see is we see a footballer. And, uh, yeah, and we see a footballer who should just be performing to the top of his game week in, week out. And we... Um, but it's we not ask, just that, is it? It's yeah. like, what gives you the fucking right? No, I know. Mean? Well, we asked Cooper the question to me. We said, um, you know, Selena's cut a frustrated figure at times. And Cooper said, you know, if Selena looks frustrated, it's more due to himself because he sets himself and such I know, high levels. And he's disappointed he's not reaching the levels he wants. And I know some people um, will say, oh, you know, slightly, slightly, uh, slightly hypocritical for a podcast to say that. But is it though? Because we've criticised, for example, Freddie Woodman, right? Already, you know, for his performances, right? We haven't called him anything, you know. You know, we all unanimously like him as a, as a bloke. You know, he's taken the club to his heart and performed well early in the season. We've critiqued his performances. We are not going to put this episode out and then inbox Freddie Woodman. We are Freddie, have a listen to that boy. This is what we fucking think of it. There's a difference There's as well. No need, There's there? a difference between critiquing somebody because you want them to be better for them. Because yeah. you feel a bit he's in yeah. the firing line between going out and inboxing someone saying shit. Yeah, exactly. That's exactly. Yeah, so, frustrating, uh, but I just hope it's got a happy conclusion because he's a bloody good footballer. Yes, yeah, so, uh, me and Alex went to the fans forum in Tai Bark Rugby Club. Yeah, I was in two minds about going, but it, it was really good to be honest. There were some some great questions there. I don't want to blow my own trumpet, but I thought mine were bang on. Like, yeah, uh, thought Alex's were as well. There were some ridiculous questions from uh, some inhibited people. <laughs> some what people? <laughs> I don't know, Alex. Just Alex, inhibited. <laughs> some drunk. I was going to say intoxicated. <laughs> he said inhibited. Well, that'd work. That'd work, but. Yeah. Yeah, and and there was a guy who did ask about, um, you know, set pieces. Yeah, are we so dreadful of, from set pieces? Despite being top of the league, and, and we were top of the defensive stats. We were top of the yeah at that time, and the whole room just looked at him as if to say, you know, do, do, do some research. research. Yeah, um, but other than that, it was it was really good. Um, so yeah, this is just some of the highlights that I managed to record on the day. What is the current update regarding the Catherine World Skaters World Academy? Because um, we've all heard certain rumours about this going to be downgraded, and I know some of you works for me, this first time who plays for one of the teams, has already had a trial for West Ham, and Cardiff are now sniffing around. Um, we've also heard that Cardiff are trying to get Academy World Skaters, so we don't really want any of our players going up the road to them. Um, with regards to Academy, we had a couple of players come through it. Um, Dan James, Oliver McBurney, has got us 38 million. So, can you give us an update? What is really happening in the Academy? Thank you. Thanks for the question. Um, I'm not quite sure where the, the rumour has originated from. I think it was something, something on Twitter. Um, that's not true. Um, we're not downgrading it. What we want. What I've said is we are at the moment undertaking a, a review of all our operations. We've got two training grounds, which is expensive to run, so that is the reason why obviously the status of the economy is, is, is being considered. I'm doing my utmost to, to keep both um, training grounds in, uh, in, in operation, and the intention will be to maintain our Category 1. You know, we are in a small handful of clubs outside of the Premier League that run a Category 1 uh, because it is very, very expensive to run. So you have the balance 
putting the money into into that as opposed to putting it into the first team in terms of playing wages, but hopefully, you know, we're trying to, uh, as I say, I'm trying to balance it up so do both, maintain a competitive first team, but also have a Yeah, that was Trevor Birch at the uh, fans forum, and he was answering a question on the uh, of Landor. Two question was asked about a day after the um, first circulated on Twitter. Um, apologies again that the sound quality isn't great. The acoustics in the room weren't great, and they were also having some uh, microphone problems as well. So. Um, but yeah, the gist of what Trevor Birch was saying was basically they're looking at all their operations. Um, they anticipate um, you know more cost cut in in the future, especially with the uh, the parachute payments coming to an end. So, um, but yeah, he he said that keeping both training grounds open was a priority for him, and um, <clears throat> and maintaining the category one status with the academy was also um, a, a priority, which. Which they then went on to uh, confirm, I think, about a week after, so that's good news. We've got players obviously coming out at the end of, of this season. Still got eight Rumpel players for, for the following season. Um, you know, still on contracts that I would say are Premier League ish um, and wouldn't equate to the level of revenue or income that we're going to generate as a, as a, as a football club. Yeah? So, for example, in 2022, the year end, then, you know, our revenue board, the money you get in in the, in the Premier League, for example, would be 120 into 30 million. You know, we go down to about 17 million. So that's that's the difference that you're talking about there, between the Premier League and a non-parachute championship club. So when people say, oh, we're going to keep the category one status, you're going to do this, you're going to do that. Well, that costs a lot of money. You've got to balance between having a competitive player budget and developing young players as well. And it's not easy. That's why most of the clubs are losing money hand over fist. That's why you get Bolton, that's why you get Ferry, that's why you get Sunderland, that's why you get Portsmouth. Because it's incredibly difficult. So no matter how good you are at managing, you know, administratively, the economics don't work in football. You have to sell players to break even. So yeah, that was Trevor Birch just uh, elaborating on uh, the costs of running an academy, uh, Category A, which is about three million. He mentioned the Premier League revenue yearly uh, is 120 or between 120 and 130 million. And uh, obviously, you know, when you become a Championship club, that drops to 17, which reiterates the uh, importance of having a good academy because you need to produce young players to sell because ultimately it's what keeps the club afloat. So yeah, I won't include any more um, on the fans forum. You know, there's plenty of articles uh, with transcripts of the night that you can access and um, yeah, sound quality is terrible anyway, so let's move on. Chuck the bowling night on the uh, night before, which was great. We, you know, I went down and yes, I thought everyone was uh, superb. The players were 
made a new Fantastic. friend. Made a new friend, yeah. Yeah, Borussia Barton. Yeah, Borussia Barton. <laughs> so, uh, since fucked off. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. My yeah, impact well, on people. Tends to happen with your friends, yeah. Yeah. That's why you're here with us too. But um, no, I think with the, the the fans forum and the the sort of community engagement that they've done, it's hopefully something they'll continue doing a bit yeah, more yeah, regularity. Yes. I think it makes it easier that no longer in the Premiership it makes it a bit easier to. Yeah, have these nights yeah. where you may be a bit closer to well, as in, as in like the demand for the man so, so it's not going to be so chaotic yeah it's not so chaotic and, and not just that I think I generally I think the players are a bit closer to reality a bit more yeah, yeah 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 you're probably um, right to be fair and I, I, I just thought everyone was yeah. great with the play- everyone was great with the fans youngsters loved it and yeah. um, I know the club has said they want to do that every year so no yeah. don't, don't get me wrong I, I, I guess they're all nice guys anyway yeah. but the club will have had a word with them before any of these things. Yeah. Look, you know, being the best behaviour, smile, post few photos, showing interest in people's kids. Yeah. You know, you know, like the presidents do on a campaign trail where they yeah. need to be photographed with a child for good publicity yeah. and stuff. Like, do you know what I mean? So, being up twenty three nine clock, I I've heard uh, a little rumour. Sorry that you've been uh, after a, after a career change. Yeah, we call it head hunted. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> Basically. The- they looked at my LinkedIn and um, they found me on there. Yeah. And uh, contacted me. No, they haven't. Uh, I contacted them. How did this come about? Like, what, yeah, more probably. Like, like, set the scene. Come about? Like, like, tell us a story. Like, the job is porn star. Let's, let's just hit it out there. Uh, my new nickname from now on, boys, which I'm going to be known as, is The Clan Karma. The Clunk Armour. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That, <laughs> okay. that, that's what I'm going to be known as. So if you ever see Clunk Armour in a porno, don't watch it. <laughs> because you're not going to get out. If you ever see some bloke banging some fit bird with a shit Superman tattoo on his chest, turn it off. And Clunk on his back. Yeah. I might actually add the hammer <laughs> yeah, now yeah. to my Clunk tattoo. Yeah, get get two pod... Uh, Tattooed on yeah, well. Just, every time you screw in someone, you can be screwing the reputation of the podcast at the same time. It'd be great. So my tattoo clunk on the back with a sledgehammer. Yeah, yeah, next that'd, be to cool, it. Yeah. that'd be good, wouldn't it? How did it come about? But then? anyway, right. So I was laying in bed and I thought, right, one time. So um, and then I thought to myself, nah, I want to be a porn star. So yeah, as you do, as you we've do. all been there. We've all been there. We all thought yeah, that we all porn stars, you know, and we on sex and all that. You know, get over there, bend over there, or you know, open your legs. Let me play. You know, all that. Like, I, 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 I know you've said worse to women on Ahmed. You've, you've filtered that down massively. Oh yeah, proper. You've. Yeah. You bend know. over there, slap. Lip. Let me piss on you. You know, all, all <laughs> stuff like that. You know. But anyway, yeah. um, so I was in bed and I thought, right, I'll Google how to be a porn star. So, do do do, in it went. A couple of results came up, so I clicked on the top one as you do, and and um, there was this website. Can't remember what it's called now, um, but it was something to do with like amateur porn films or something. So I clicked on it, and uh, it was based in London. And it says if you want to become a porn star, register your name, date of birth, all that. So I registered. Date of birth, as, size and girth. No, 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 just date of birth. Did not spell that though? No, no, no. I would have lied anyway. <laughs> <laughs> so anyway. To be fair, you don't think you need to. No. You'd have done it right. <clears throat> so anyway, um, when we went to the QPR game on Tuesday, um, I actually had the phone call tonight. Yeah, we were in, in bunkers playing we, darts. No, we were in the car. Oh, no, we? we were in bunkers playing darts, so you rang it back. No. But you had a phone call either way. Yeah, you had a phone I, call. I had a phone call. In, and... Um, Gantt and Aram in front, and I was in the back. Oh, yeah, it was in a car. I think. So anyway, me and Aram, me and Aram are in the darts booth, waiting, <laughs> watching the clock ticking down. Oh yeah, yeah, you are right, you are was, But there we are. So anyway, I answered the phone, and it was Michaela. Her name was. She sounded lovely, man. In all fairness, I would have drilled her for the phone. <laughs> um, but she was like of uh, European orientation she's lovely I'm seeing what she looks like um, but she basically said oh hello is this Andrew I said yeah hey there's Michaela from the amateur porn film dot com or whatever I said oh hello right <laughs> how's it going up <laughs> and she said are oh, you still interested I said yeah yeah but as it happens I'm on my way to watch the football and um, I can't really talk at the moment 
So she said, okay, I'll give her a ring back tomorrow. Right. So as it happens, I goes to work. Well, I told the boys first. I went to work on Wednesday. Yeah, Wednesday. And I was in work and I was talking to the boys about it. And I said, oh, I'll phone her now. <coughs> so I was in this room now with like three other boys and, uh, in work and I, I give her a ring. And I said, hey, Michaela, it's Andrew. It is. You phoned me yesterday and I was watching the football. Oh, hello, Andrew. Um, yeah, so you happy for me to go through with everything? Yeah, yeah, come on. So she basically said to me, right, I have to send you some forms out now. And you fill them all in and it's six ninety nine for special delivery. And you send them back to us. Now, included in there, there's a couple of photos of, of girls who you can perform with. I said, oh, it's as simple as that. Just choose one and just away to go. And she was like, yeah, yeah, that's it, really. So I was like, all right, okay. Um, is there any other fees or anything? And like the good phone question, sort good. of... That's, that's, that's a clarky type of question, that is. You, no one's ripping you off in his life, mate. I, I've learned that. Yeah. That's the kind of question you asked. <laughs> but the reason why I asked is I was going to... Another story, maybe for another podcast. I was going to become a male escort before. Uh, in my skinnier days. But um, <laughs> that ended up going tits up because of obviously money as well. Tried ripping me off. But anyway, this point, I said, um, is there any other fees? And like the phone signal sort of cut in and out. And all I did was 159. So I said to her, sorry, what did you just say, 159? She says, oh, well, you need to uh, you need to come down to London in front of your shun. Um, basically, you've got to get an ad on in front of a few people. I said, oh, that's no problem. But I said, how much is it? You know, i got to pay £159 to get That's no problem. I've been work. i got an ad on now, to be honest. I said, i got to wank in front of three people and i got to pay £159 for my troubles. And she says... No, you're paying for your STI check. And I said, oh, I can go to the hospital again, free one of those. Yeah. I said, I took my last text message too. <laughs> <laughs> so here we go. And um, she, I said, uh, I can get a free one. And I'm paying 160 quid for, yeah. uh, you know, an STI check that's going to come back free. Well, 50-50 on that, but... <laughs> <laughs> no, no. Um, free-ish. Free-ish. So, um... I said, oh, look, knock on the head, basically, because I'm not paying 160 So, so what kind of, like, um, what kind of money was a stake in? Right, so the for, rates are, it's £160 an hour for women, and it's £40 an hour for men. Sexist. What? Where's your quality? So I earned 20 quid. <laughs> <laughs> That's, but, like, sh- surely the, the onus is on you to perform. You're the one with, like, all that pressure to get a fucking erection. But think about if, it, like, if, if she can't get moist... You know, she she can just she, fucking... She can fake us. Think about it, mate. She can put a bit of lube on, and she's moist, and she can fake it. If you can't get an erection, you can't stick some fucking dry spaghetti down your urethra to act as, like, a fucking rod. I think the rates are fair, and I'll tell you, you why. The BBC pay their men a lot yeah, more than women. I'm interested to see what Megan Rapino has to say about this. Now, the BBC in the porn industry, the big black clocks... <laughs> yeah. Yeah? Yeah. They only get 40. Now, if you were a girl, yeah, phew, I'd be charging a lot to ride one of those 40 inch bad boys. Well, you're trying to tell me they don't enjoy it, like it's a chore to them. Oh, do you want to see them on Come on. I mean, I, I can understand why they'd need £160 to bang you, but these <laughs> these big black cocks, man, they, they, you know, they. I mean, like, I can only go on what I've seen. I, I, <laughs> I can only go on what I've seen, right, and heard. When I watch it, they seem to be enjoying it and having a nice, jolly good time. Oh, you watch it? You but now I man. know, now I know it's not the cock giving them the orgasm, <laughs> it's the fucking 160 quid. Yeah, what are you really oh, well. collecting? Fuck. Yeah, apparently it takes about four hours to make a cock, though. Wow, who knew? For a 20 minute clip. Uh, yeah. So your short lived career in the porn is yeah. over. Yeah, but you'll still be nicknamed the clunk armor. No, no, you've got to earn that. Self-impulse. Sort of you've, you've got to earn that, mate. So, boys, you've got to stink in with Clarky's potential. I know, I was excited. You put a lot of effort into it celebrating your career change as well. Like Twitter viral. It did. I don't so know about that. We, yeah, not quite viral. It, it went on Twitter. Yeah, it went on Twitter, like. But, uh, but viral as well. It 
got us thinking that no, we needed no. we needed a name. The the Twitter post isn't the viral part of this story. The viral part of this story is the <laughs> fact the that you refuse an STI test would suggest there's something viral going on inside you, but well, they didn't refuse. But it got us thinking that we wanted a Swans related name for Clarky. You would have needed a, an acting name. My I, my first Ponzi City. My <laughs> my first suggestion was Osha <coughs> Baton. But we threw a few suggestions out. Well, let's go the... through the 1 to 11 then, is it? Go on, I'll take, take it away. Come on, Al. You've done most of them. So, boys, in goals, number one, Freddie Woodman. Freddie, yeah. I got Woodman. Freddie, I got uh-huh. Woodman. Freddie Woodman, it kind of picks itself, doesn't it? Yeah. yeah. Uh, Woodworm. There's a, few, <laughs> there's a few good keeper ones. Roger Freestone. Roger, yeah. yeah. That's Roger. a good shout. Roger yeah, Freestone. Yeah, like Willie Gray. Willie Gray. Fucking hell. Massive cock as well. Oh, yeah. Willie Gray. Oh. Literally made for the industry. Oh, yeah. big Willie. Didn't man. you have a story when you went training with the Swans? And... Well, Willie Gray. I got another one. Jake Shagwell. Jake Oh, look, see, they're all coming. Oh, they're all coming. Right, all anyway. Coming. <laughs> let's move on. Right, let's stick to the, let's stick the team. We're <laughs> not coming. We'll have another flood. Left back, out on loan. Oh, Declan Schlong. Declan Schlong. Centre half. We went for three at the back. We've got um, all at the club at the moment. We've got Joe Rodon. Yeah. We've got Mike Van der Horney or Mike Van der Porn. Both work. Yeah. Ben Kabangter. Yeah. Or Kabanglo. Kabanglo. <laughs> yes. Kabangho. Kabanglo. Um, right back, Kyle Naughty. Kyle Naughty. We've got, instead of Mark Gower, we've got Mark Plowher. Mark Plowher. <laughs> Cedric van der Kam. That's, that's, that's a good My one. personal yeah, favourite. Yeah, <laughs> In the number 10 row, Yang Banger. <laughs> <laughs> Wilfred Bonner up top. Yeah. With Borka Bat on. Solid performer. But there's some honourable mentions. So centre half. Go on, Edwin. What about followers come up with? You could have gone centre half with Ashley Williams, partnered, of course, by. Gary Spunk. Yeah, it was come up with that. That's a good one. Uh, Barry MMA came up with that. Uh, Ashley really bums, and I came right. up with the Gary Spunk because it's just so yeah. natural. Loving that, Baz. Loving that. Aaron's uh, gone with Irwin Mulleter. Yeah. Hmm. Trying to find a few others. Then we've got Frank Lampard going back a bit. Frank yeah. Lampard. Yeah. So one of the boys went for Alan Cuntis. But you could argue, you could almost go anal cuntus. You could, yeah, I yeah, feel yeah, a bit course, disrespectful yeah. saying it that. It does feel a bit naughty, doesn't yeah. it? But, you know, it's a good yeah, laugh, isn't it? Yeah. And Matt Harrison's come up with Ki Hung Yang. Ki Hung Yang. Which is quite a good yeah, one as well. Like yeah, free agent. Free agent. Uh, my other striking option would have been David and Goggy style. David and Goggy style. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, that's our uh, Swans Pond 11. We've we got to do another one of them. Yeah, yeah. apologise to anyone who's uh, harshly missed out. Yeah, and family and friends of Alan Curtis. <laughs> <laughs> we love you, Alan. Shut up and sit down. Right, boys, so game time. So we're going to do football club auctions. Um, I'm going to give you a player, and you've got to bid on how many clubs you can name that they've played for. Right, okay. Um, whatever you go for, the other person can either bid higher or tell you to name them. Right, so if I tell you I can name five of Gary Monk's clubs, for example, but Clark, he thinks he can do six, then you've got he's to got to yeah. go, I've got to concede that. And, and you don't open have to concede, up, you can basically. then decide you can go seven instead. Yeah, but whoever right. says you go, then they've right. got to name them. If okay. you name all six clubs that you go for, fantastic. You win the point. If you get one wrong or don't get to six, then you forfeit the point. Right. Okay, Best of five on. if we get that far, okay? So, Clarky, you're up first with your first bid. Okay. Wayne Routledge. He has played for nine teams, which includes the Swans. So. How many do you think you can name? I can do four. Four? I can do five. Michael, five? Are you going to bid any higher than five or are you going to let Michael try and name them? Um, I think. I, can do, I think I can do six. I think I can do six. Well, I think I can do seven. You're not supposed to tell me that, are you? Because <laughs> it puts me off now. Well, are you going to stick with five or are you going to go ambitious and say seven? Do you know what? I'll go for the seven. I'll go for seven. 
Noise, right. so go for seven. Right, Crystal Palace. Yep. Coop, yeah. Keep going. Swansea. Yeah. Cardiff. Yeah. Spurs. Yeah. And these are my two wild cards, right? Aston Villa and Newcastle. Spot on. Fucking get Seven it. out of the nine possible. The only ones you missed was Portsmouth and Fulham. Oh. Yeah, apparently. Yeah. Yeah. One of those myself, but one nil to Mike. Next player. So next player, Nathan Dyer. So Mike, you will have the opening bid. Nathan Dyer's played for five teams. How many can you name? Again, which includes the Swans. You've got your first. Oh. Oh, oh, oh. I th- I, I'm struggling. I got I got three. Three out of five? I have to let you go, Mike. Yeah? I, I predicted, by the way, a 5 nil whitewash in, the, in this right. game. Right. Spike um, out. Three is up. Go for it. There's one that I can't remember that I know because he went on loan there when he was a Southampton player. Mm. So Southampton is where he started his career yeah. before uh, going on loan somewhere. Yeah. He, he joined us, Swansea. Yeah. And obviously won the Premiership with Leicester. So Absolutely. There's your 3-2-0 to Michael. Yeah, yeah, Who would have been your team that you went on loan to? I don't know. I was going to say someone like Swindon or... No. Burnley and Sheffield United. Oh, is it? Both whilst he was at Southampton. So Southampton obviously played Southampton, went along to Burnley, went along to Sheffield United, went along to Swans, which then became permanent, yeah. and then went along to Leicester. And back to the Swans. Yeah. I right. wouldn't have got, I wouldn't have got, I think it was It was a Burnley kit I seen him in, I wouldn't have got, um, would you say the other one was? Uh, the other one was Sheffield United. I wouldn't have got Sheffield United. So, 2-0 to Michael. Clarky, you need this to be able to rescue at least a point. So, Aldo Kalulu. He has played for five teams, which includes the Swans. I'm curious if any will be able to get more than just those ones. Well, I think I'll I go know for the three. French team. But I'm going to let Michael go. I think I'll go for three, but this this might be your first point, yeah. So I'm three, go you're happy for, for him to go? Yeah. yeah. I'm going to go for, whilst we're having quite a rude episode, I'm going to go for Brest. Or that La, is incorrect. Have. Incorrect. Point goes to Clarkie. Go on, was it? Leon B team. Oh, of course he was. So Leon B team, I was going to include it just Leon because yeah. he represented both. He went from there to Rennes. Yeah. Then to Sochaux, then to Baal, and then to Swans. Baal. I thought you'd get Baal. Baal. Said, well, we're on the sun. Well, you know what it is. Isn't it? It's him talking about fucking porn, and I got breasts in my in my <laughs> head. So. Have you Come ever on. have you ever seen the tweet where breast played Saint Etienne? And the catching, you've got like Liverpool versus Middlesbrough, whatever, as it yeah, comes yeah. up in the sky. Well, Saint Etienne, uh, A S S E, as an abbreviation. Uh, so it was yeah. ass versus breast. Tough choice. Who do you go for? Ass versus breast. Yeah. Breast is best. Yeah, ass is. No, just class. as good. <laughs> ass is class. class. Ass is class. Anyways, 2 1 to Michael. Uh, Mike, you can open the bid in on an ex Swansea player. Who's had 18 clubs? Oof. Jesus. Lee Trundle. God. Ooh. God. I think I got four. Eight. Eight? Eight. Yeah? Yeah. You can let him do the eight? I think so. I mean, right. you're curious if you got four. You just know you're just going to be ambitious anyway. Right. Haverford West. Yep. Neath. Clenetley. Oh. I thought you'd have the Welsh right. teams. Yeah, I know. So there's three, yeah? Yeah. Wrexham. Yeah. I Swansea. Oh, I'm going to go nine. Rill. Yeah. Leeds. Yeah. Bristol City. And coming in number nine, Preston North End. Oh, how many appearances do you make for Preston? One. You did make one appearance for Preston. Which fan, yeah, as well. So you've got your eight, anyway, you've got your nine. Do you want to take a guess at any of the other remaining nine yes. teams? Uh, Southport. Yeah. Armonford. South- yes. Southport. That's where he's at now. Armonford. No. no. Southport, Armonford. How many, how many is that? You've got eight left. Lake Norian. Eight left, shit. Yeah. Um, Lake Norian. No. No. Is there like, any obvious ones we miss in? Like any football league clubs? I think I've done his football no. league clubs, mate. No. I think you've, we've got all the obvious ones. In that case, I don't really give a fuck. Right, so you started out at Burskull. 
But yeah. Went to Chorley. Yeah. I thought you'd have the next two, Stalybridge, Celtic and Southport. Oh, but I, I did have yeah. Southport later yeah. on. Oh, you did, yeah, you got Southport. When, sorry, I, was, yeah. when I was naming yeah. my nine, sorry. I had Southport in my yeah. mind, but I weren't confident enough in it to, to put it ahead of the other clubs. He went from there to Bamba Bridge, then to Rill. It's quite a sporadic sort of first few clubs, yeah. isn't it? And he breaks into to sort of football league with Wrexham. So you got Wrexham. He's about twenty four, wasn't he? Yeah, twenty four. I think he was. Wrexham, Swans, Bristol City, Leeds, then from Leeds to Neath. Gotta be one of the bombiest changes. Well, he was throwing money around the place. So Leeds to Neath, Neath and to Preston, and he didn't win. They didn't win what? the uh, Welsh Premier League. Leeds, 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 Leeds to Preston. Yeah, Leeds to Neath, Neath to Preston. Yeah, he done his cruise shit, didn't he? I think. Was yeah, it his cruise shit then? He's done something. Preseason friendly. Uh, and um, Preston, him, like. Preston to Chester, Chester to Marine. I had a feeling Chester. Yeah. I remember him going back to Chester actually. And then uh, Clonakley, Halford West, Trevelyan, and Ammonford. So three one to Mike. So the game's officially over, but we're going to see all the scores at the five. So we go one last oh, one. Go. Andy Robinson, Mike, open oh, a bit um, in six clubs. Oh, I got three. I'm gonna go for five. Five. Okay. Yeah. Go for it. So Clark, let me go five at the six. Yes, please. Right. I'll leave. I'll leave. The, I'll leave the one I'm unsure about until last. Right? Yeah. So we'll go tram, yeah. Yeah. Swansea. Yeah. Leeds. Yeah. Armonford. Yeah. And did he also play for Southport? No. Bastard. So, finishes 3 2 despite Clarky doing. Colchester. No. So, Tranmere, Swans, Leeds, Shrewsbury, Stockport. Mm. Ah, don't know that. Not Southport. And then on to Armonford. That's all if Wikipedia. Is to be believed. Cheers for listening to the Gate Two podcast. It's been about a month since we last recorded. Hopefully, we'll be back a bit sooner than next time, but more than that soon. Um, if you could like, share, rate the podcast, any reviews, any questions you want to see answered, let us know. We'd be appreciative. Thank you very much. But don't slide into our inbox with any abuse because we're not fucking having it. <laughs>